Welcome to Break Free to Brilliance podcast, where heart-centered entrepreneurs, visionaries, and everyday heroes in your backyard are helping the world break free to live life more purposefully, one story at a time. I am Seema Giri, your host, an award-winning author, entrepreneur, and holistic lifestyle strategist. Today's show is sponsored by Uplift Media. For strategies on how to break free to your brilliance and get your free gift, 10 Ways to Live a Dynamic Life. Welcome to Podcast. We're so happy to be here with you today. And it's an honor for me to be here with you and our very special guest, Laurel Harris. Let me give you a formal introduction of Laurel. Laurel Harris is an award-winning writer, producer, and actress with over two decades experience working with some of the top names in the business. Her extensive TV credits include ABC, NBC, CW and Disney, and feature films with stars in Paramount. As a producer, Laurel has garnered multiple Telly Awards and an Emmy. She's worked with many notable figures, including Nobel Peace Laureate Archbishop Desmond Tutu and His Holiness the Dalai Lama, while traveling the world to film their stories alongside team from BBC and PBS. There, she developed a passion for creating media that highlights under underserved populations under her Laurel Leaf Productions banner. Laurel is a contributing writer for Thrive Global and Backstage Magazine and a respected voiceover artist. Her narrations in the Noble Legacy film series premiered for two consecutive years at the Venice International Film Festival in Italy, receiving international critical acclaim. An unabashed tree hugger, always ready to traverse the globe, She's most proud of her role as an award-winning aunt to two, four fabulous nephews. I can't wait to get started with this amazing interview with this wonderful lady. But before we get started, let's just take a few seconds to really ground ourselves so we can be here totally present for this interview. So let's close our eyes for a minute and take in deep cleansing breath all the way to your belly and exhale slowly. We've had so much to do before this interview and thinking of the plans ahead for the night. Let's just, with the next breath in, let go of all of that, let go of all those energies. And with the next breath in and exhale, we'll let go of anything we have to do in the future. I promise you, they'll be waiting for you as soon as we're done. And with the next inhale, bring your awareness to your heart. And think of a very happy moment. It could be something from today, yesterday, or any time period in your life. And enjoy it as if you are enjoying it for the very first time. Enjoy the happiness, the joy, the peace, the unity you felt with the people around you. And now I would like you to bring your awareness to your crown chakra, which is on top of your head and think of a second happy moment from any time of your life. Remember the people that were there with you, what were you eating, where you were, the touch and smell of that time, as if you're feeling it for the very first time right now. Just take in that bliss, that joy, Now that you're connected to your heart, 
Just open up your possibilities to receiving and hearing anything that might be pertinent and important to you right now. Just take that in. Also open yourself up to receiving. We're so used to giving all the time, we forget that we too need to receive. I don't believe in coincidences. If you're here joining us today, there's a reason, there's something that you need to hear from us or maybe it's for someone else and you are the messenger. So let's open up ourselves, our special guests and me included to what do we need to hear from you and what is the message that we need to give you? Let's open up to all possibilities of giving and receiving and enjoying this moment. And with the next breath in and exhale, we're gonna to be totally in the here and the now, in the present, in this moment. With the next breath in, you can open your eyes. Welcome, Laurel. It's so wonderful to have you on our show today. I am so thrilled to be here, Seema. I just think the world of you, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And the feeling is mutual. Oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Laurel, as you, were, as you were in that meditation, what was called on your heart? You know, I was really just expanding into feeling the pulse of where we're at right now, globally, and sensing that people are feeling a time to take a deep breath, maybe for the first time deeper than we have in a really long time. Because I feel like collectively we've been holding our breath. You know, we've had our shoulders up around our ears for the last year, collectively speaking. And while many of us have not been in that situation collectively. I think it's now a huge exhale as things shift and as spring is upon us right now when we're recording this and there's buds on the trees and there's blooms on the flowers. And so things are moving and showing us that it's time for new birth. It's time for a movement forward, a new way. I totally agree with you. And spiritually speaking, the last moon was the moon of Pisces, which is of a new beginning. So really, it's, it's such a wonderful thing um, to experience that right now. And with the vaccines coming in, more people have received them, more people are getting uh, vaccinated and feeling just with that alone was just a feeling of, of ease, mm -hmm. of peace, of just breaking free from all, this, all the things that we have gone through in the last year. And this, the other wonderful thing that has happened is now they know how to create vaccines at such a faster rate. So then everything else that's happening can also be rectified soon, I hope. Isn't that incredible? I mean, when you think about how quickly they got those vaccines out to people, I just think it's a representative piece of how we're moving as a world you know, how quickly things are evolving yes. on so many fronts. It's not just the vaccination front. I mean, in so many ways, our world is just up-leveling so quickly. And so it's an opportunity for us to really be anchored in what we believe to be true and also to reach out to others so we can uplift each other together. And spring forward. And spring forward. <laughs> I love that. 
Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, we did that because um, you were part of my anthology, Break Free to Peace, Love, and Unity. It was so wonderful that you participated in that. And you're now a number one international best-selling author. How does that feel? Woohoo! <laughs> it feels incredible. I didn't ever think that was on my radar at all. <laughs> you know, I just didn't even cross my mind that that would be a possibility. And so I still, I'm a little hesitant to say it because it just doesn't seem real. It's fun and I'm not, you know, ashamed of it by any means, but I'm just still getting used to saying that. So, yeah. It's really and you bring up an interesting point because I, I really feel everything that I'm doing now that, you know, based on my education and my background is probably not meant to happen. And it just came into my radar as well. Now, when this happened for you, how did you, how did, were you able to say, yes, I'm going to move forward with this? Because so many people think, oh, this is not part of my plan. I haven't envisioned it. So I'm not going to go forward with that. Yeah. Well, this ties into what you just said too, Seema, which I love, which is just saying yes. So as an actor, I've trained in improv and we know that the best word we can use is yes. Right. So just say yes because it's yes and you're always yes anding to your scene partner or to the scene or whatever. So I went through a phase in 2020, I think, you know, the beginning of 2020 was pretty rough for me personally, as for many of us. Mm -hmm. And then I got to this point where I had this wake up call and thought, okay, well, what if I just step into it instead of stepping away from it, you know, step into the fear, step into the unknown, step into the darkness. And what if I just started saying yes? What if being two of my other favorite words, so then it became what if and yes. And so when you approached me, it was okay, yes. <laughs> so I just gave you two words. I gave you okay and yes, but that was the bottom line. <laughs> I knew I was being asked to do something. And this was, again, like I said, it wasn't something that I called forth consciously, but that I knew I was being called to do if that makes sense. There's a difference. No, between. that makes perfect sense. And that is so true, right? We, we consciously move forward based on what we're feeling and understanding in ourselves and what we're guided to externally, because that's what our background and thing is. But when you're guided to do something, if it's supposed to be meant for you, it comes in many different paths. For someone like you, me coming and me, me meeting you, we met in a group that I never expected to be part of, you know, with all of you wonderful actors and actresses. And I was like, you know what? If I'm here like this, totally unexpected, because I had not planned that either, there is a reason. Yes. There is a reason, something beyond greater than me. And who am I to say, you know, no, I'm in great company, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So then when things come, it's, if it's coming in your way, in your path, Without you doing anything, it means that that's one of the avenues that you need to take. So for our listeners who are wondering, how do you decide yes and no when it's come, something's coming in your path or something that you have not envisioned? If it's coming in your path, that means you need to explore it more. Yes. Look at it from all aspects. Look at it from a different mm -hmm. perspective. And like you said, mm -hmm. what ask, you know, what if? What if I say yes to this? What are the possibilities? What if I do this? And it's yes and what else? Because things generally happen in pairs, right? This, this happens, it'll lead you to something else. So you just have to explore and say yes and keep taking going forward. It's always just the next step. 
I totally agree, Seema. And I'm just gonna add one more thing on the back of what you just said is that I think the third part of that is then being unattached to the outcomes mm -hmm. and saying, how can I serve? Yes. You know, what, what is this about that's not about me? You know, is there a bigger aspect to this? Is there a bigger picture involved that I'm not aware of? And if I can't see it right now, then I just say yes and I go forward knowing that it's gonna come through, it's gonna happen, it's going to evolve and all the pieces will come together. And I don't have to necessarily know all the answers at this moment. Exactly. And I think that's the mystery of life that's exciting in a, as an adventure. How is it unfolding? So yeah. I think you should, you, everyone really needs to allow themselves to have that experience of the adventure of the unfolding while you can still take it slowly and one step at a time. I agree. What, what, what inspired you about the title, Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity? I think going back to, again, that time that we were in when you approached me was really a dark space in COVID where we didn't have much hope. You know, there was no talk of vaccines yet. I mean, there was obviously talk of them working on it, but we didn't have, you know, at, people were thinking it could be years, you know, before a vaccine came around, at least another year. And so it was pretty dark. And I think the idea of bringing forth a light, a candle, you know, no matter how small it may seem at first, that we're going to come together, this group of authors, to talk about peace, love, and unity and share some of our stories in hopes that they light somebody else up, you know, and again, it, not to sound trite, but if one person is, is lit up from that candle that we give, then we've done our job, right? So that was inspiring to me. And how can I, as a quote unquote non-author, somebody who doesn't do this for a living or aspire to be a regular author, what, what do I have to contribute? Well, maybe I have something. And I, I just know being a part of a group and a, and a project called Peace, Love and Unity could be enough in and of itself. You know, that collectively our energy, our experience will move the needle in a positive way globally. That is so well said. That was beautiful. Just being part of a group that is peace, love, and unity can be maybe perhaps enough in itself. Right, because we're going to encourage and feed each other. Yes. And yes. I think that's what we need. I think that's what we've learned from this year of 2020 and now behind us is that we can't do this alone. We have to support one another. And that's the beauty of a group. You know, if one person is struggling, the rest of us come together and hold each other up. So there's so much power in that group. That is so true. I totally agree with you. What is your light? What is the chapter name, your chapter name? And what can people experience from your chapter? My chapter is called The Voice. And tagging back to what we talked about just a little bit ago, I really wanted to listen to that yes and to say, okay, what needs to come through me right now? Because I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Seema just talked to me about this and I'm saying yes, but what am I saying yes to? Okay, obviously there's something that needs to come through. <laughs> so, wow, what an awesome opportunity to get my ego out of the way and just say, what do you want me to write? What message needs to be out there for, for people to read? So I call it the voice because I think as an actor, I will say this, I won't claim this for everyone, but as an actor, you know, we're constantly listening to all those voices that we have in our head, whether it's 
the victim or the hero or the martyr or whatever it is to gather information from those voices so we can create characters. So we can form fully rounded out human beings and others, you know, maybe non-humans if we're creating an alien, but <laughs> we're creating characters. And so there's those voices, but then there's that one still solid voice that I think all of us have, I know all of us have, that really guides us. And that's the voice I wanted to listen to, to hear what to say in this chapter. That is very beautifully said. And you're talking about voices. So I think we all have those several voices. You just hear those voices in a different way in forms of character and what roles you are about to play. But then the rest of us have all these other voices of other people or the voice that um, holds you back, the voice that says you're not good enough and the, you know, those kind of voices, Absolutely. those limiting beliefs and they're chattering constantly. Yes. And that's some, you know, that takes a, a real practice of quieting that down and finding that one true voice. So yeah, totally exactly. And that's what I wanted to speak to is that obviously I'm coming at this from an actor's point of view, but we all have that voice and, and those voices. So how do we calm them down or how do we just ask them to take a back seat? Cause you can't always get them to stop talking, <laughs> you know, but you can tell them, Hey, you're in the back seat. I'm in the driver's seat as Melissa Gilbert would say, and listen to that one true voice so that we can move forward for our high, our highest good, but then the highest good of others. Yeah. So if I'm talking with someone and obviously they're in a hard situation, my ego can come up with all kinds of things to say to them, to think that that's going to empower them or uplift them, but it might not be, it might not be the best thing in that moment. So if I set that aside and say, no, what do they need to hear? Or what's the best thing to come through right now? So that's the essence of my chapter is really encouraging people to tune into that voice. And that's a key point because it does start with you. It does start with that voice quieting down and listening to it. And it is possible, even if the other voices don't chatter down, um, right. don't calm down, uh, continue chattering, it's still possible. You just, it's, it's a practice. So if you, one does it daily, it is possible yeah. to get to that. And, and you were so right in saying, you're just quieting down and asking, what is the best thing right now? And, and going with that flow. Yeah. Now, how did this book impact you and did it surprise you? I honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna be really vulnerable here. I've listened to this voice all my life, but I've never sat down and just spilled out that much content just from that voice. Oh, wow. And then to go back and, you know, of course, cause this process is about rewriting, you know, the art of writing is about rewriting. So to go back and, and trust that voice again, you know, and, and, and silence that inner critic that would say, eh, you know, maybe that, that wasn't the best thing. No, <laughs> no, I have to do it again. I'd have to check back in and say, is this what was meant to come through? Yeah, I think it was. Okay. So critic, take a back seat. You know, it was just that a constant dance. So it was that one great push, if you will, that one great, vomit for lack of a better word on the page <laughs> that's not very glamorous but you know but then it was after that it was continuing to continuing to trust that voice mm. you know so it wasn't just a one-time thing which is what life is about right 
you know, we might hear that voice once and think, okay, I got it. Now it's a continual, you're still being asked to come back to the party and trust again. Trust again, yes. Yeah. Was that difficult for you to do? To trust that voice continuously? That's a great question. I don't think it was as much as I maybe expected. And it actually, the, I, here's something that's really key. The more I trust and the more I do this dance with that voice, the more fun it becomes. So I can learn to be use it for simple things. And I talk about this in my, in my piece too, but it might be as simple as I'm driving down the street and I wonder if I should take a left turn or a right turn. Okay, I can get faster at checking into that voice and say, which way am I supposed to go? Mm. And then if it feels like it goes the way that I wasn't expecting, trusting that that was for the highest good too. So it's never, it's never discounting that truth, even if it doesn't seem at the moment or seem at times like it's 100% where I'm supposed to be going. The, the stronger power there is, but it came from that space. So I know it has to be right. Mm. If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense because um, I've been practicing that quite a bit too. And we have this preconceived notion in our mind and then we, we, you know, check in with that voice and it says something totally different. You're wanting to do what you've preconceived before, but it's yeah. so important to follow that voice and see where it leads you. It's, right. it's always much easier path I found. It is. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make it all Pollyanna too, because there's been times where I've trusted that voice and then it leads me to something that I think, oh, I don't like this at all. But again, I've learned to say, oh, there must be something here for my highest and greatest good. Yes. There must be something for the highest and greatest good. Yes. And eventually I'll get to a place where I'll say, oh, I got it. Yeah. That was about X or that was about this, you know, and, and it, I can see it and it becomes more fun. Yeah. 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 Not all paths where it leads to fun and happy things, but it's a path that you need to be on. Right. For your highest good to get the result that you, you would need for your life's purpose. For your work here, yeah. For what you were meant to do and experience to be even greater. Yeah. yeah. Wow, just take that in. Right. <laughs> Well, it's something that's so exciting when we think about what if everybody on the planet was operating from that place of really wanting to lean forward into what's best for everybody. I think during the pandemic, I think this was mother's, Mother Nature's way of saying, you know what, I'm tired of just waiting for people to go at their own time. We're going to do this together. We're going to do it now. <laughs> and they knew that she knew that unless it happened in this way and it's so true because no matter where you talk to people around the globe although you know there were, it was a lot of stress a lot of loss a lot of um, um, uh, grieving mm -hmm. but at the same time it forced everyone to look inwards it forced people to face their fears, even if it was with each other, sometimes it was with the family members. Right. And they had to make a decision because so many times we are so afraid to make a decision that we don't make a decision. And you're in that lull and become stagnant and it you start deteriorating. Yes. So I think collectively we were all forced to, whether we wanted to or not, look inward and, and grow from that perspective grow a little as as um, 
evolve as a human and start looking at the perspective of, okay, what is best for everyone? How can we do this? And when we work at an individual level, collectively, it becomes best for everyone because then you're putting your best self forward. You're becoming a better version of yourself. And as you become the better version of yourself, you give a lot more peace, love, and then you can unite with more people versus when you're not in that space. Absolutely. As my mother used to say, the high tide rises all boats, raises yes. boats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What, what impact have you seen around you since you have been practicing this a little bit more in the last one year? Hmm. Well, again, I'll just be vulnerable and say, it's interesting to, to do this walk feeling brighter and feeling into that light that is within us all. Mm -hmm. And so as I become more comfortable shining in my brighter self, I'm very aware of that I'm attracting more people around me, more people to me. And it's, it's a new juggling act. You know, how do I balance my time? How do I balance my personal needs? And how do I balance assisting others that are coming to me or um, social time? I mean, there's just so many new kind of high wire act that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself, wait a minute, this is fun. You know, when I, I can get really wrapped up into stress about how to do it. And of course, how is always the ego. So what if I release all of that? And I just say, oh, right. <laughs> Our number one thing to do here is to have fun on this planet. You know, we're here for joy. We're here for light. We're here to support each other. All right. <laughs> okay, let go of some of that other stuff. <laughs> I think we're so used to, and I think this is a taught trait that life is supposed to be a struggle. Life is supposed to be hard. That if something is coming with ease and flow and you're moving ahead, then you're thinking, oh, there's something wrong. I'm not working so hard. I'm not struggling. I'm not, yeah. but life is not meant to be that way. It's just a few people who've experienced that kind of a thing have been passing that on. I know as immigrants, we had to work very hard. Our parents had to work really, really hard. Mm -hmm. um, but after a certain point, unless it just feels like that to me, since, you know, I'm the second generation and my parents had laid out a lot of things, but we had our own, um, challenges and issues that were different from our parents, yeah. you know, trying to integrate with the society here, trying to be accepted, but then the parents wanting us to maintain our values and systems and culture, which, you know, can't always be integrated all the time in the day-to-day -day life. So leading a double life, um, that's been difficult, but still you can manage things in a way where it's not always such a struggle. Uh, so mm -hmm. you're right, life is supposed to be filled with joy and you have to remember that and remind that so I'm so glad to hear that you're reminding yourself that this is supposed to be fun it might be a little difficult but it's still you can still enjoy the process they always say the journey it's in the journey that's yeah. um, you have the learning and and the pleasures it's not the destination right it's the hero's journey that each of us is on yeah. and if we just embrace that and also gain perspective too. You know, I'm a big fan of saying, okay, if I'm in a moment where it's feeling really dense and I don't understand it, how can I pull myself out of that situation and look at it from a bird's eye view to get a different perspective and say, okay, I can see where this is just a moment in time. 
this is yeah. this is not going to last forever or you know whatever the case may be yeah because we're like you said we're taking all of that history from people before us we're projecting into the future and then we're forgetting to live right in this moment you know when you're balancing those two the past and the, and the future we're not present yes. we're not here in this moment to be who we're meant to be in this moment in time which is powerful it is i think that they say the past is history the future is a mystery <laughs> past is history future is a mystery that's why today is a gift it's a present exactly yes yeah and um it's yeah it what it's a practice it takes it's a practice to get to this level but once you do um and that's why we did the meditation in the beginning because you know there's the day is filled with so many things so when we're doing important things like getting this kind of message across we mm-hmm. do need to get present so throughout the day one can just take a close their eyes for a minute or two and just follow their breath and become present and mm-hmm. then make any decisions that they have to or carry out an important task yeah. you can do that throughout the day and get, get back into the now it's so much sweeter when we do, isn't it? <laughs> it so yeah, is. Better. <laughs> it's a simple tool, but then you we it's so easy to forget to put a yeah. sticky somewhere. <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> yeah. So Laurel, what lights you up? Uh what lights me up? Um without question, my fabulous four nephews that you mentioned in my bio. <laughs> they make me so happy. Um also nature, you know, nature for me and so many people is the way to connect to the pulse of the planet and the pulse of the universe. And it's so much greater than we can even comprehend scientifically or theologically speaking. Um, so yeah, I'm a big proponent of getting my feet in the ground barefoot as much as possible. Uh, taking walks, taking breaks during the day and just setting 15 minutes if I have to set it on my timer, just to go walk up the hill and come back down, you know, walk out around the street. Um, what lights me up too is really connecting with people eye to eye. That can be really powerful, of course. So if I remember to do that, and again, get out of my spinning head and really connect with someone, and again, go deeper into the heart space if possible, that is so incredibly fulfilling. I can imagine. I'm a nature person too. Once a month, I need to be near water. So I like to go to the beach. Absolutely. And just, it's a great cleansing. uh, Well, it's a great way to cleanse. Yeah. Scientifically, they've proven it as well. You know, just standing there and just breathing in that ocean air and the recycling of that current and that air is just so refreshing for our bodies. It's so refreshing. Yes. And it's just, and we see everyone else doing that too. Everyone else is so relaxed and happy and doing their own thing. With, uh, there's a lot of dogs <laughs> where we yeah. have <laughs> dogs running around, but they run around and not bothering any people. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's just really nice how everyone's in harmony doing their own thing. <laughs> They're great teachers, aren't they? Those, those dogs and cats and everything that are running around thinking we don't have any cares in the world. We're totally present. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's wonderful. 
Yeah. So what are some um, exciting new projects coming up for you that we can look forward to? Uh, I am planning to launch my production company officially this year. So Laurel Leaf Productions, keep an eye out. And we've got some really exciting uh, things in the lineup for that. Short films, feature length films, television show, uh, a children's book as well. And I'm really excited. If you want to check that out, it's laurelleafproductions.com. Um, also, yeah, everything surrounding that. I'll, there's so many different projects within that that I'll be focusing on next. And of course, as our industry starts to really crank back up, the auditions are starting to come back. So that's really fun. And we'll see. It's kind of been a, a long, deep winter with the production companies being shut down for so long. But now that they're starting to crank back up, we'll see what happens. It's, it's an exciting time. Well, that's great to hear. We're looking so forward to all of your upcoming projects. Wish you all the best in that. Thank and thank you, you so much for joining us today. And congratulations again on your new book, Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity. Thank you, Seema. Thank you for asking me to be a part of this. I'm really honored and I'm so grateful to be here on the podcast and also a part of the authors group. That's phenomenal. Thank you. Now you added a great energy and an important message to the book that I think is really, the world needs to hear and be reminded of, of listening to their voice. So it was great. And um, listeners, we have a lot more interviews coming up with our wonderful authors of Break Free to Peace, Love and Unity. So be sure to look out for our other podcasts. And until next time, this is Seema. Thank you for joining us for this interview. I hope you've gained some insights and or tips that you can implement right away. For more interviews like this, please visit us at SeemaGiri.com or visit our YouTube channel Break Free to Brilliance with Seema Giri. Until next time, have a great day.